Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. When it, whenever I hear Jesse V. Johnson's name, it sounds like a, a really bad B-movie title. Like Alien vs. Predator, Jesse V. Johnson. <laughs> uh, I And speaking of uh, mistaking titles, I, I actually confuse this movie with... You thought with, it was The Avengers? No, no, I'm not one. <laughs> Although that movie is as much as a martial arts movie as this is. Uh, but that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I I was confusing this with Revenger, which is another uh, movie I want to talk about, which I have not seen. Zero, do you know this movie? You look kind of like blank right now. Uh, is that is that the Korean? Yeah, yeah, it's film? on Netflix. Okay, and I, I've been wanting to watch that and talk about that, but mm-hmm. I, I just never got around to it. Uh, and I knew that, know, like one of these days, we had to talk about it. And then when this came on our list, uh, we're like, oh, it's a two, you know, well, it's been two years since it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, Avengement. That totally sounds like the uh, movie I remembered. <laughs> uh, and then once we looked into it and then the movie started, I'm like, oh, Scott Atkins movie. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I like Scott Atkins. Uh, and, yeah. you know, why not? He sounds so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting, it's like being disappointed in your, 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 you know, your son for getting a B. It's like, yeah, he passed. It's all, it's, it's fine. I would be extremely disappointed. <laughs> Considering my Asian upbringing, I would be extremely disappointed with a B. 92, what? Yeah, an A minus, oh no. <laughs> well, this is Avengement, uh, like we said before. the uh, Another movie that was on Netflix, that's why it doubly confused me, and I, I really hope we talk about Revenger one day. But aside from that, I'm... Uh, he, we're talking about another Jesse V. Johnson flick. The other time that we talked about him was uh, Triple Threat, which was episode three. Damn, was it <laughs> that, that was a that long ago? That was a long time ago. Remember the days mm. before COVID nineteen? I remember those days. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a long ass sure. time ago. I don't think we've talked about a Jesse V. Johnson movie since, right? Correct. We have yeah, not. No. That that would have been the last one. And then also the the fight coordinator or choreographer uh, Dan Styles, I think mm-hmm. he was also the um, the guy in Triple Threat as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of funny because it's very different from what you'd see in Triple Threat. I feel like Triple Threat was oh, more yeah. of a yeah. showcase of what those guys can do. Um, you know, as a martial arts ensemble. Here, it's more like. Uh, a Scott Atkins action thriller. Am I using that those terms correctly? I don't, it's not no, a thriller. I, I would I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't call it an action movie at all. This is this is a prison drama, really, that has some gritty action like thrown in there. Yeah, gritty. <laughs> Eco Weiss is Scott Atkins. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's his best performance so far. That's true. <laughs> He's very convincing. Uh, so what is this movie actually about? I'm, I watched this with Zero and uh, Mark. I, I know you were too busy saving the world. Um, I want to. I want to. Yeah, hear all those what, plastic straws and turtles. Yeah. Yeah, I want to <laughs> hear what your your um, your interpretation of what the plot is for this movie. Oh man, um, if you want to hear me be negative, I mean, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. So this is kind of interesting um, because. When watching the movie, you're kind of like, okay, you're going through like typical kind of scenario. You've got a dude who has his brothers in in the in the in a gang, or he's he's the leader of the the local mafia or whatever. And uh, it gets a little bit worse and worse as the story goes on. Like, okay, you mean the, now the movie, or you trouble. mean the character? Character. The character Scott Atkins, right? He's <laughs> I guess both. Um, so so Atkins uh, does a a small gig which lands him in jail, and then eventually he um, he reaps the repercussions of his actions because a woman ends up dying, and he starts finding out some background information about this uh, scenario because he's 
left only in prison with his own mind to kind of figure out what's going on. It's not even like uh, he's actively searching for what happened. He knows what happened, and all of a sudden, everything he believed gets shattered. And now it seems like his brother is behind this big, um, you know, super plot to try to, like, ruin his life or something. Um and so up until about he lands in jail, it's like, okay, it's kind of slow. It's like, eh. But then it starts getting more interesting because you start seeing like, okay, there's some weird shit going on here. And you as a viewer start kind of putting yourself into Scott Atkins' like point of view. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you start feeling for him. Um, there's some sympathy that you start feeling for him. And then after a while, you're like, huh. And you start feeling like, He's going crazy because his brother is making him feel crazy. So in turn, you feel crazy for believing Scott Atkins POV. So like all of a sudden, there's like this weird spiral of like, huh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then without giving um, the ending of the film, I'm just going to leave it at that and I'll mm-hmm. give it back to you. All right. Well, it's funny you mentioned that you feel sympathetic towards the character. Uh, Scott Atkins kind of is just grimy throughout the whole movie. I mean, he's an idiot, and he's kind of a douche. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't use grimy, because I don't think he's gotten to that point. I think he's a good-natured person who maybe made some bad decisions, and he kind of had a rough upbringing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he got himself really deep in a hole, and now there's no point, no turning back from that. So he's screwed, and it feels like there's a plot you know, to try to get him into that hole and you start figuring that out slowly. So, mm. yeah. Interesting. So I agree with you in, in that aspect. Um, but I don't know for me when I was watching it, I, I, I couldn't relate to him. Like I, I, it was hard for me to be sympathetic towards mm. him. Like he, you're correct in saying like, he kind of does like prison definitely changes him. That that's, that's yeah. the given. And that's kind of his story arc. But when the movie starts out, I don't know, like, I I wish, and I was saying this to Will when we were watching it Mm -hmm. afterwards, like, I wish he started out a little more green, a little more innocent, because then seeing him transform into this horrible, kind of disfigured person would have, would have been like a little more obvious, like, we could have, we could have made that transformation with him, because when he goes into prison, he's still kind of a low life, and I didn't really like him, Mm -hmm. so uh, having him change into an even worse person like i i couldn't i couldn't sympathize at all you know his his mature sorry his his maturity level is like super teens you know like Mm -hmm. he he just lashes out and he does all this stupid stuff and he just looks like an idiot and he looks like a low life um but there but there's a lot of moments where like i feel if he was too green it wouldn't have been as believable because he's literally in an environment where it breeds gangsters so for him to be super green and not know what's going on and not kind of take on those attributes would be a little too unbelievable for me and then but you still there's references to his innocence like when the woman gets hit by a car jumping ahead here but like you know his disbelief and like his sympathy for that woman in that moment and like what have i done and there's like a couple of those references throughout the movie um which you know kind of brings you back to like slightly being sympathetic Uh, yeah i I was actually saying the same thing too Uh, yeah of course i didn't want him to be like ned flanders like too super green like the the, (laughs) the ideal like christian turned bad guy you know a a la walter white uh but you know uh, but also i i think that his character didn't evolve at all Mm -hmm. well maybe not at all but maybe just so slight that it didn't feel like too much of a evolution you know he started mm-hmm. off kind of scummy and he just became a little bit more scummy um but that's that's not really the, the evolution aside i don't i didn't really care for this main character who was just a scumbag regardless of his past like this is our main character we're following him throughout the whole film and i don't like him it's uh, the teeth yeah. isn't it, it? <laughs> i mean it's not a, it's not an it's easy teeth, yeah. character to write to write for yeah. You know, we have we have to relate to this person who's not a good person. So, um, you know, the the script already has an uphill struggle. Sure. I, I wouldn't say like I blame anything on like Scott Atkins. 
if anything like i i liked uh i love how he looked like how he they just basically fucked up his face for the movie like he's got these these metal teeth he's got all these battle scars from all the prison fights in his face yeah I, i liked all that stuff i liked how he looked like a monster and he and his personality was starting to pretty much reflect that in the in the end. Right. But I, I think for me personally, I just I couldn't get on board with wanting to root for him. I think that was oh, my, for my sure. issue. You know, it, it, this is the second time where I've seen a Jesse V. Johnson movie that rem- made me think uh, like like how much I don't like Scott Atkins' character. I mean, but it's weird because I like his performance in this movie. Same with the other movie I was thinking of. Uh, the other mm-hmm. movie being Debt Collector, which is. A, <laughs> Uh, that movie, <laughs> ugh, uh, it it's it starts off kind of rough, and then the ending just ruins the whole thing. And that's kind of how I feel with this movie. Um, you know, it, it, well, and maybe not so much. It, it's more like the opposite effect. I started off really hating the film, like right off the bat, because the first fifteen minutes, if even that, is it's it's really strangely paced. Um, it, it starts off with uh, Scott Atkins invading a bar. And uh, he he basically holds everyone hostage there, and he immediately proceeds to go into a, like flashback mode. Everything in the movie is told in flashbacks, and it's told through his vantage point, and it establishes how much of a dirtbag he is. And he's so scummy, and he's so s- not sleazy, but he's just so like such an unpleasant human being. It just like when you're watching a movie and you immediately start off with a character like that, you're I don't know me personally. I feel very, uh, I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, well, what's? Um, yeah, I don't know what, where to go from here. I, I just uh, that, that was my <laughs> my little tire, my little you know, rants on on debt collector. My little excuse to talk about that movie. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? It's it's weird. Like I, this movie, like it's not it's not like I. I like hated it or anything. There's there's like a lot of little things I liked about it. Like considering this is direct to direct to video, or direct to stream, I thought it, I thought it looked well. I, I thought it looked nice. It, it it looked like a Hollywood movie to me. It's just that I think I think I just I couldn't get on board with with the story. It kind of reminded me of the Hateful Eight a little bit. Uh, how they go, how they all end up in this bar, and it's like, hey, let's tell stories now, <laughs> and let's and let's flash back. And I was like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> I hate. I don't know. Like, I, I understand the unconventional storytelling <laughs> because I, I think I mentioned this to you. We were saying, well, what if you what if you did it chronologically? But then, uh, then like maybe you just like lose all that pacing. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, the movie would be completely different. That's going on. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe this would have been better if it, if the story happened, you know, straightforward instead of him having to monologue and tell us about his past <laughs> and verbally tell us like, yeah, I'm getting stronger because I'm prison. It's like hardening my mind. I think it's, I think it's those sorts of lines in the script that it, it was like veering into cheesy, even though it's supposed to be taken really, really seriously. So. Yeah, it, it it's just like missing a lot of marks for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but it's it's not horrible. That <laughs> that's my seal of approval. <laughs> the movie's not horrible. <laughs> uh, there there's there's the that whole framing device uh, that everything is told through what person's vantage point. Uh, it gets kind of stale after a certain point. I get kind of annoyed by that um, because if you really think about it, you like I said before, they're they're in the bar. And they're, it's just them being a bunch of people being held hostage by Scott Atkins. That Scott Atkins is playing out basically a montage of all the things that's happened to him leading up to this point. But then in the back of your, your mind, you're thinking they're just sitting there for an hour and a half. These people are just sitting in this bar listening to Scott Atkins. That's a movie. That's essentially yeah. what the movie yeah. is. <laughs> that, that's pretty much what it is. It's weird. It brings you back to reality. Like that kind of gets referenced a lot. Especially when you get like the zoom close up on his face and you just see his teeth chattering away about the story and you're like, oh, we're back here again like, <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> and then it just goes back into a flashback again. Uh-huh. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do get we do see babyface Scott Atkins, meaning uh, neutral Scott Atkins uh, in, in flashback with his regular hair and his non fucked up teeth. 
before it, all the the things happen to him, uh, and then you see his evolution as he you know gets more and more integrated into the prison system. He gets his teeth knocked in. He gets his face slashed, uh, napalm in his face, and he become, supposedly becomes a completely different person. But the evolution's basically non-existent for me. Um, but I will say, what do you mean? By, what, do you, what do you mean by that uh, the evolution? Oh, like like his he his oh, acting oh. is not believable or. Oh no 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 no! I was I was gonna go on another another train of thought with that one, but I mean Scott Atkins, um, his character didn't feel like it changed too much. It changed just slightly more. He became a little bit more hardened by prison, mm. but overall he was he started off kind of like a little arrogant, a little douchey, and then when he came out of it, he was just arrogant, douchey, and violent. <laughs> That's yeah, like the yeah. only change that really happened to him. I guess I mean like the the he has like such like they keep on saying like oh you have such a short fuse and stuff like that but it's like when he has a short fuse before he goes to prison it's about him like lashing out like I'm not gonna talk to you anymore I'm leaving but then like, <laughs> like a little temper uh, tantrum when he has yeah exactly so when he has a short fuse now it's just literally him shooting somebody in the head <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I do. I was gonna say with my other train of thought was that Scott Atkins' performance in the movie is pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's showing some range here, and uh, I mean I've seen a, a quite a few of his movies, you know, and he definitely ha- is versatile of an actor. Uh, I mean, like nothing's ever gonna top his performance in the Medallion <laughs> movie where he didn't talk and you could see his face for half a frame. Um, but I mean, you've seen him in movies like Ninja. You've seen him in uh, well, Triple Threat, being you know the, one of the more recent films. Uh, what was another one is uh, Undisputed. I mean, he's, he clearly has a lot of range there. But I mean, when I watched Ninja, I realized you know like that that role he barely has to act at all. Like that character is such a blank slate. And here, yeah, he's uh, typical male lead action. Yeah, you know, there's. There's, there's not really a character there. Yeah, but then I think of Boyka, and Boyka is like a, mm-hmm. a, a different kind of villain in in, in Undisputed Two, and even you know when mm-hmm. he turns into a completely different character in Undisputed Three, uh, you know like he's 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 another kind of character. But here, like here, I thought he was just gonna play Boyka again, which is you know like really unsympathetic <laughs> villain. But no, like here he he plays like an asshole villain. But then the villain is also our main character, so it's like I don't root for him. it's funny because when i looked at the thumbnails uh for or the movie posters for both of those films i was like which one is which i had no idea (laughs) it felt like exactly the same thing (laughs) well we're gonna be talking about undisputed three soon so um let's just let's just get through this because uh as much as i want to uh harp on the plot of this movie uh or like the the general flaws i i see I, i actually I think I'm just nitpicking at this point because uh, those are just my overall problems with the film. Otherwise, it's not terrible. Uh, now we can actually talk about the fight scenes. Huh. The fight scenes, which... Um, see, this is why I kind of wanted to talk about Revenger because that movie I know is a martial arts movie. This one I <laughs> thought was a martial arts movie because it had yeah. Scott Atkins. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you, you expect... You expect- him to bring his martial arts talent to a film um and he he does in a sense but you know you can't have some guy doing flash kicks or like 540 spin kicks and tricking moves in a in a prison drama that just that would good just you know there there is a a stylistic disconnect uh, there see i'd argue you and, can but they chose not to <laughs> I mean, he throws he throws a few kicks here and there, but it, he, he's very very restrained. This is not the Scott Atkins that he's most famous for. Um, you know, he's definitely trying something different, and uh, I, I like that. Um, I, I think martial arts fans uh, might be disappointed because this is like a bare knuckle brawler. It's it's a little more boxing, a little more um, scuffling, some stabbings here and there. Yeah. yeah, street fighting. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. There's there's nothing flashy, I would say, going on. Yeah, yeah. Except the Not moans and groans. <laughs> you mean, what porno were you watching? <laughs> All of them. It's quarantine time, baby. <laughs> the moans and groans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, your your right arm looks a lot bigger than your left right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so um, 
yeah, the the action itself. It, it's it's I wouldn't say it, it's not impressive, and you know, there's there's plenty of good good action in it. Although it, we're definitely scraping upon the barrel if we're gonna be calling this a, you know, your our typical martial arts fair because we we don't really talk about these kinds of movies. Uh, if you thought Upgrade was you know like kind of blurs the line of a martial arts film, what like martial arts choreography, this movie definitely is uh it's 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 even blurs the line even more because there is really choreography so? here what do you mean there's a there's a there's a lot of choreography but i think like i said like for quote-unquote martial arts fans like this is not the type of film they're probably looking for right yeah um what what i say to you before, after we watch this i i think that the best way to describe this is organized chaos it looks like because there's a lot of prison riots in this movie because for the sake of the plot, uh, everyone in the prison is trying to kill Scott Atkins, a la uh, the brother's orders. You know, if they kill Scott Atkins, and the brother gets off scot free, and he doesn't have because he can, they can kill the snitch or whatever. Who cares? Um, but uh, in terms of the the fighting, everything's supposed to be made out to look like it's just a free for all. Like no one's, there's no choreography at all. It's supposed to look like everyone's just throwing haymakers and and just going out uh, all out on one another, but there clearly is choreography going on because you know like Scott Atkins is is planning attacks, he's 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 dodging, he's weaving. It's a you know it's a, it's like a boxing film in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Mike Tyson when you need him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's organized chaos. It, it, it's supposed to look as frenetic as possible. And it's not made to look like Scott Atkins always wins because in the first fight scene, you know, when he gets kind of ambushed by this big brawly guy, a uh, burly guy, I mean, uh, it ends ends up with him getting his teeth knocked in or, or knocked out, uh, a la um, American History X, literally <laughs> the same exact way as that movie. Yeah. Except Scott Atkins didn't die for some reason. Yeah, th- I thought that was kind of surprising that they were going the um, the curb stomping route, yeah. but he stays alive. But it is kind of neat because I like his fucked up teeth. They make him look absolutely terrifying. Well, a curb stomp doesn't guarantee you death, which is nice because I feel like everybody after American... Everyone assumes yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, just assumes that once you get curb stomped, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, right, I like right. that, they, that he's alive after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you recommending our viewers to go get curb stomped? Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag not endorsing that. Um, you know, the only dangerous part about that is being in contact with other people. You're not social distancing, man. If you that get curb is stomped. true. <laughs> at, stay at least one curb away from every person. <laughs> yeah. That curb six feet away. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, chronologically, there, there, nothing's fucking chronological in this movie. Um, there is a lot of fight scenes in this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot. I, it makes up for at least, uh, well, at most, whatever, one third of the movie. You know, there's, there's a lot of fight scenes in the movie. And I don't yeah. know how we even talk about them because uh, those fight scenes would last maybe half a minute and it can go up to five minutes. And there's a ton of them. And in fact, yeah, what basically ends up happening is uh, the the whole middle portion of the fights is like a fight montage. Yeah. It's like him getting into a fight, and then it goes to him being reprimanded by the, uh, I don't know, person in charge of the prison, and the warden, and then going back to fighting, and then going back to the hospital, and then, you know, rinse and repeat. And, you know, there's there's some good stuff there, but it's just, as you mentioned, yeah, it's just so short. And it, I don't want to say it's repetitive, but visually, it can be a little repetitive, because he's... Everyone is just throwing punches or they're they're just, you know, they're scuffling, they're they're choking. Uh, I, I think when you think of martial arts films like, you know, the kicks do help break things up. Like it adds it adds like some some more visual things to to break up that monotony because, yeah, it's, it's almost like you're just watching boxing matches. And it's and if you're not shooting it at different angles, it can it can all kind of blur yeah. together. And unfortunately, a lot of the fights do blur together, especially when they make it all montage uh, in the center of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, you, you can have a really good. You know, you, you, I don't think the the fact that they don't they're missing kicks is the issue. It's just you know it, it can get just kind of monotonous. You know, like you said before, and there's not much variety sometimes um, because it again it just feels like 
chaos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, most of what you see in the prison, it, it gets kind of repetitive because all it is is just Scott Atkins just dodging and weaving and punching people. And it's just like, it, it's, it looks just messy, you know, and uh-huh. it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not visual. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's also supposed to yeah, be too. Yeah, so. I know, I, I know, I know it's meant to be. And that's, yeah, personally, that's, that, that wasn't for me. Right. Yeah. I mean, they try to change it up by stabbing him every now and then. <laughs> oh, they stab him quite a bit. And it's always in the same exact spot. <laughs> I guess that's why. <laughs> Uh, spoilers, I guess that's why he dies in the end because he gets stabbed too many times in the in side. In the same exact area. In the same spot. Like his I guess I guess his kidneys or his liver couldn't take it anymore. You know, he gets stabbed in the liver. Like on his right side. So it's and definitely the kidney. Yeah, you know, <laughs> is, is that a kidney or well, no, 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 I'm saying I'm, I'm just adding on. I'm saying like liver, kidney. Um, probably in the spine at one point. <laughs> just like <laughs> no, but he, like that, he takes a shank or a knife to the same spot like so many times. That, shiv, it's, or shit, yeah, or shit. That shank. you said the verb anyway. Oh, okay. He got, he got, he got shit. <laughs> Sorry, by grammar, shank. guys, grammar. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. He he ends up at the bar and he he asks for a, a pint. You know, like kind of you know jokingly, he's like, "Oh, I haven't had a pint in three years." Basically, how long he's been in prison. He hasn't had a pint in three years. Oh, I think I, I thought that said or seven, seven years, uh, whatever, whichever one it was. Um, and he's like, you know, he, he drinks that thing. I'm surprised he didn't fucking collapse because his kidney is just cut into <laughs> pieces. And the fact that he's, his tolerance is probably really yeah. low. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that that's uh. Well, let's see. That's that's the first fight. Uh, where the, the first fight is actually the worst because we have uh, we have that big burly guy I mentioned who comes in and his his choreography is awful. Have you? I don't know if you re, you had the chance to rewatch well, it. Well, I don't think it's supposed to be flashy at all. He's he's the big burly guy. He's just kind of using his weight and his size to his advantage. I don't think it's the choreography itself. I think it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna blame the performance. Uh, it didn't look convincing at all. Uh, something about it looked like he was hesitant to hit, hurt Scott Atkins. <laughs> I mean, couldn't he? Might not have been a trained fighter. Yeah. You know, like might have just got him for his size yeah yeah, yeah that, i didn't i didn't really think that i just thought like okay you just have the big guy yeah. the big guy and he's a he's a brawler he's just throwing the you know the wide haymakers the telegraphed uh, hits mm-hmm. and he's there to just be a nuisance oh yeah <laughs> to scott atkins sure. yeah, yeah. i, I kind of did notice that too there were like even like second long gaps in between punches um, and blocking where it was significant, like, you know, um, where you were just like, yeah, this is a little bit unbelievable here. Yeah, it, it, it has that uncanny valley effect where it looks like he, he really isn't trying to hurt Scott Atkins at all. Like his, mm-hmm. his arms never go past 90, like never go past 90 degrees when he's trying to throw <laughs> a punch. Right. It's kind of strange. Huh. Um, but yeah, uh, all those prison fights in the movie just blur together. I, I, I can't, I'm counting at least three or four of them. Um, you know, like uh, there's one but on the skywalk, not, one on yeah, the, uh, you know, like uh, another one where he gets napalm in the space, another one where he's half naked and he's fighting off the police officers, another one where he's in the elevator and he, he beats up, uh, uh, again, yeah, more police officers. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they are kind of all the same. <laughs> I do kind of like the one when he, fights in the cafeteria and he's like smashing the guys with the you know with the tray and then i think i like that one just because uh i mean he does get the napalm in the face but uh before that he starts uh, scuffling with this one guy against the wall and there's a a sign on the wall that says like no bullying (laughs) that's a nice detail (laughs) yeah i don't know i thought that was cute that's awesome yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta look for the the yeah yeah. you're you're the positive one here they're they're all scenes that are literally in pretty much the same setting. Mm-hmm. You are wearing uh, shades of colors that are exactly the same gray. Oh yeah. Not only all over, the walls gray, the clothes are gray. Everybody's like uh, the saturation in the actual film or whatever is just like almost gray. It's uh, it lacks luster and and saturation of like vibrant colors. Yeah. So you yeah. you kind of get this weird 
vibe like it's supposed to be dreary but then when you already have those clothes and those walls painted that color it's just it all looks like like whatever yeah um yeah yeah, so and then i mean the only change of pace is like later on when he gets out of prison every uh, other scene is pretty much the same well well, uh, yeah the next scene with him fighting outside of prison is when he's in that nightclub and he goes to, well, I mean, the movie's called Avengement. So I guess what he's trying to do, he's going to go to nightclubs. So he's going, he goes <laughs> to this nightclub and he tries to beat up or, and, or kill uh, one of the patrol. Uh, the cops. Op- well, you know, one of the officers uh, that would like beat him up before. And I mean, this, that's, there's a lot of color in that scene, right? It's a lot of pink, yeah, a lot yeah, of purple. Yeah. Yeah. It's all pink, pink and blue. neon blues. Our favorite color combo, blue and pink, which also makes purple because fury. Ah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I remember how much we love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, th- this fight has, uh, it showcases, this is, showcases this, this, police officer who is he's a little bit more of like a, a box he's definitely very like boxing inspired more so than scott atkins scott atkins you know he, he's he, he's definitely shows a little bit more traditional martial arts kind of background whereas this guy is just like an all all out brawling like boxing style you know like boxing uh, moving and weaving you know picking you up and slamming you down the ground thing kind of thing um but I want to say it's weird that the way that he that that Scott Atkins wins the fight because you know, what have we said before? Like it's it's always kind of nice to see a martial artist win a fight because they adapt a new strategy or something along those lines. Here he just kind of wins. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he adapted. He adapted a hammer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he won. He adapted the hammer and he crushed the guy's skull. Yeah, but he pretty did, much just luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's one of those things it's like hey the how do you how do you evolve the fight okay they the bad guy now mm-hmm. has a weapon he's using it against the you know your um, protagonist and then the protagonist takes it away and uses it against him you know this happens uh, a lot yeah i'm not again not a fan of that but okay sure <laughs> right right uh, i mean th- this fight was kind of f- fun for like a moment because there's there's uh, a point where Scott Atkins starts throwing kicks, and I was like, "Ooh, things things are changing." <laughs> and then like, and then it stops. And in my head, I hear like the director yelling at him, "Like, stop doing that! <laughs> <laughs> this is not that sort of film." <laughs> because he literally like stops kicking at one point. I was like, "Oh man." Uh, well, I don't have much to say to this fight scene though. I I, I kind of just want to go to the end. Are we ready for the end? We we can we can yeah. go right to the yeah, end. That's yeah. where that's where it's all like yeah. backloaded. Basically, all like the majority of all the the, the intense stunt work and any of the mm-hmm. fight choreography is de- definitely all like right. at the end of this. Movie. So here's where the organized chaos comes into you know comes handy because here we're just we've been mm-hmm. in this bar for the entire movie. You know we we've established that they've been in here the entire time. For whatever reason, watch the movie. Uh, Scott Atkins loses the upper hand and he gets he gets attacked by everybody in the bar and it just becomes an all out brawl. Well, everyone against Scott Atkins and you know, everyone's just yeah. going at at him all at once. And this is where it actually kind of gets uh, neat because you know, like a lot of that 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 those complaints actually come in that we had before come in handy. Because it's a cramped room. There's a lot of furniture that can be destroyed. There's uh, yeah, there like all the actors, all the performers in this scene are utilizing them to their advantage. Um, there's a lot of destruction. Uh, it's not just you know people fall down. They're they're out. Like the Scott Atkins is you know he's tanking it through the whole the whole fight scene. Like he's he's taking a lot of hits as well. But so are the the other performers. It's not like they get one little smack to the face and they're out forever. They're like oh that really hurt. And then they just they just take a breather. <laughs> no, like you'll see the same performers get up several times, and that that's actually something you don't see many times. Yeah, and then they're like action scenes, right? And then they're like all bloody because like Scott Atkins like hit him <laughs> down beforehand. So like you kind of see like a a progression in in the fight too. I like how the fight opens how because you know what you know what they were trying to do here. They were trying to make like a pretty big yeah. bar fight and, and and i like i like what they were going for i like how it opens with 
all the guys take their glasses and just start yeah. throwing it at Scott <laughs> yeah. Atkins. And you get you get this wide shot of him like, you know, he has his arms up to his head and he's just like getting pelted with these pint yeah. glasses. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it was like sure. safety glass or, or something like that. But still, you know, he had to take all those those hits with That's the fake glass. Awesome. I was like, oof. I like that. It was a nice little comedy relief kind of moment. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, a funny image. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. As, as, as a comedic as that comes off, I mean, like, that's essentially what people would do in a brawl, right? And they would take whatever projectile mm-hmm. they can and start wailing it or, or start chucking it uh, yeah, in, totally. in an effort to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read this to you guys. The bar fight Uh-oh. at the end sure. of Avengement was nominated for 2020's Taurus World Stunt Award for Best Fight. Scott Atkins' character Kane takes on a uh, takes on a gang single handedly in the pub. Of, you know, blah 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 blah. While throwing each other into furniture and walls. Nominated stunt performers are Lee Charles, Connor Hegarty, David Nolan, Dolan O'Shea, and Tiago Silva, doubling uh, Scott Atkins. And that's a Oh, I mean, I want to talk about the whole fact that like this whole his whole scene got nominated for some you know some award, but Scott Atkins actually had to get a stunt double for certain things, and that's actually surprising. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to you know like require a stunt double for anything, because especially since you know he's he's been doing his own you know, stunts for the longest time, and my speculation is that he got injured. They probably got yeah. injured during the production somehow, and they just needed someone else. Well, I mean, I think it's no secret that everybody in the industry has a stunt double, you know, for something. There, there's, I mean, even Jackie, known to be like the best, you know, stunt guy in film, but even he, he, he got stunt doubles because he can't do like fucking spinning <laughs> yeah. kicks in, uh, in uh, well, that he, one movie. He had, we a, saw. he had a stunt but, double in Wheels on Meals. He got a, a, the skateboarder doubling as him. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean, but uh, I'm surprised because uh, I, when you when we watch certain martial arts movies, <clears throat> not all of them, but you know, sometimes I go into a martial arts movie, uh, I have this uh, expectation that the the lead star is going to be doing all his stunts, if not most of his stunts, right? So if if you know, like let's say like he, you know, there's no real number, but let's say eighty to ninety percent of his own stunts. And for the caliber of stunt work or action in this movie, I would I wasn't expecting him to require a stunt double because it doesn't require any crazy amount of um, like dangerous stunts compared to his other movies. You know, we, but there's we... like different logistics kind of going on with like these movies. So mm-hmm. like maybe he uh got whacked into too many tables or whatever into too many walls and he's like all right i'm starting to get sore so if he takes like another like four poundings into a table or a wall he won't be able to act the next day so it's like all right throw in the stunt double like i need to recuperate you know like there's like you know and i'm sure they want to finish wrapping up the film you know within a certain (laughs) amount of weeks so it's like there's probably other logistics i don't think of it as a uh a physical ability sure. i'm sure there, you know like i'm sure he could though. do it given enough time um but because movies are cranked out the way they are nowadays it's just like you know what screw it like l- let's just get somebody else while i go sip on my iced tea or something <laughs> uh jesse v johnson's like uh, like uh, we have to have an, a stunt double like scott atkins has been saying nothing but ta- no more tables for the past three hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so back to this fight scene since it got nominated i guess is worthy of talking about and um it is impressive because it goes on for a very long time and there is enough variety in it that merits talking about i mean there again there's a lot of usage of of you know furniture damage in this this fight um you know. <laughs> well there's a lot of there's a lot of oh, weapons yeah. too I don't know if you I don't know if you remember the the bartender <laughs> conveniently tosses a bag full of weapons onto the floor when the fight starts so they can all grab it and uh, I love that Scott Atkins' main weapon during most of this is a cricket mallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think that this it, is the most it a British movie we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know what it was myself exactly, but I was like, what? My first thought was like, why is he holding a paddle? So yes, it is what. Oh, not yeah, not a mallet, yeah. like a paddle. I guess a 
I don't know what sport. I know it's a British sport. I forget. But the the bartender's into some really kinky shit. <laughs> yeah, she looks it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a. I mean, there, there's a small comedic moments in there too. I, I mean, that's the scene where the Weasley guy he, get, he comes in with his his automatic and he starts shooting up the place, but he just oh misses Scott Atkins point blank somehow. It, it, oh, I hate I, I, Same, same. <laughs> Holy shit. He doesn't even miss Very, him. T- Literally, Scott Atkins is about to get killed. Have you seen it's... Pulp Fiction? All right. <laughs> that's, that's literally the same exact thing. All right. He only survives because one idiot stood up and, like, it was such a quick cut that, like, yeah, you didn't even know what happened. A... <laughs> yeah. Right. It was too, too deus ex machina. The guy was written to save him from, from yeah, the bullet that fire. was dumb. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's there's a quite a little bit that goes on. It starts off kind of well, maybe not tame, but it starts off kind of just you know they're just hurling weapons at one another. They're just block hitting, blocking, and then it just takes a turn for the ugly. It starts getting a little bit more violent. You know, they they start impaling one another. They start breaking necks, breaking arms, uh, <laughs> you know, snapping necks. You know, like all all the good stuff that we want in our movies. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it's nice because the fight does evolve. It it starts out as kind of this this um, weapons brawl, and it's good because you know it's not just Scott Atkins like taking one guy on at a time. Like it's I like that he'll fight somebody and people behind him will like hit him and like once he dispatches the guy he's facing, he'll have to like turn around and deal with them too. So it's there's not there's no dogpiling but at least they acknowledge that like yes like there are multiple people and scott atkins is not just like fighting one yeah, person at yeah. a time it, they do they show that he's a badass i guess a badass in the <laughs> sense that he can fend for himself but it, he's not invincible he's he's a you know it, it's as mm-hmm. realistic as it can get and in, in terms of keeping it entertaining uh and showing some some martial arts uh skill in, in this movie but, you know, again, like you said before, it's not supposed to be overly flashy. It's supposed to be a little bit more gritty, a little bit more grounded. Um, and it shows because uh, even things like something we can complain about a lot when it comes to uh, one versus many fights is there's always people standing in the background. Here, Scott Atkins beats the shit out of most of these guys. So by the time they're about to get up and, and attack Scott Atkins, the the rest of them are writhing on the ground in pain. <laughs> Right. Uh, so it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. So you know, like they've they've worked around. They found a workaround for a lot of this. Um, in in, ter- in terms of like staging this fight scene, and you don't you don't have to constantly ask the question like, why don't they just just jump on him and just start beating his like punch his nuts or something like that. <laughs> Speak, speaking of staging, uh, one of my favorite parts in the whole movie is when um, I know this is uh, getting a little ahead, but. He pours himself a beer after he kills a certain character, and he puts a glass down, and then he 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 just pours himself a beer, and then he picks it back up and puts it on the bar table, um, or the bar top, and it's a perfectly, <laughs> perfectly just set beer with the right <laughs> amount of head, the right amount of clarity. Uh, just like it's completely off and all, all in my mind I can think of is like he didn't hold that glass at an angle like there's no way that would be the right amount of head on that like I just can't accept this as that, bad that's how badass his character is he just he, he has the perfect pour I'm like that <laughs> he also picked that up in prison yeah uh, shit what's that wine called um, damn it anybody <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what it's called. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's that's why we're talking about that. Um, don't you guys miss bars? I miss bars. The bars were, were kind of nice. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this whole this whole movie just reminded me like that people used to go to bars. <laughs> used to. Yeah. Well, now, uh, yeah. That that's that's the the final fight. You know, uh, just, again, it shows off a lot of uh, you know like. Furniture damage, more stabbing. <laughs> Scott Atkins gets stabbed again. And, and <laughs> Same exact again, spot, which yeah. is, you know, I swear to God, they're doing it for comedic effect. If not, then it just... Yeah. Well, it's like the video game villain. You have to hit the, the their weak point three times. But he's the main character. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, thought, I thought you uh, said he's also the villain. <laughs> he's just the protagonist. I mean, yeah. No. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that 
ends the fight. Well, kind of. You know, the fight eventually ends when Scott Atkins uh, beats the shit out of everybody. Uh, my favorite part is when he takes his crowbar and smashes a guy over the head. Um, and it's supposed to look like he, he, like he broke his neck. Um, but for the movie's sake, the way the movie ends is it just cuts abruptly. Or dissolves abruptly, I guess. I wouldn't, wouldn't say, say so. so. I mean, you kind of know. You kind of know what's going to happen. Like, there's no doubt about it. You, you know I, what I ends up? Okay. You know what ends up happening when? How do I talk about this without spoiling it? Uh, when a? I think I already spoiled it. <laughs> well, let's assume that we didn't. Uh, uh, sure, when, sure. When sure. a certain character is about to expire, ah, fuck it, doesn't, doesn't fucking matter at this point. <laughs> a certain character is supposed to expire. Like it's supposed to look like they're, you know, they're, you know, that they just have to perform like they're actually, you know, about to die. Whereas this movie just kind of ends before they do that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, wait, that's it? it. It just it just cuts off a little bit too abrupt for me. It, it's so you so you wanted die. to see him close his eyes and then go like. Ugh. And then, like, yeah. the head tilts yeah. to the yeah. side. You, is, wanted, yes. you wanted all that? Uh, you know... Did, yeah. You know what would have been great? It, like, the the like the like light shines <laughs> like he's supposed to go to heaven or something. And you, like see, you see a halo go over his head. It's... Yeah. I kind of agree with you, Will, because um, there's just, like, from the moment where he, like, sits down and uh, before it says, like, the end or it fades to black or whatever... Mm-hmm there's it's so quick and there's kind of no wiggle room to like breathe in that moment if they maybe somehow extended that for like another three to five seconds by maybe like lowering the music or like putting a pause like in between his sentences that lasted longer you know to kind of slow down the film like that would have kind of gave it the right vibe you know yeah but it was like just chop like oh yeah it just ends abruptly. Um, well, that's my opinion. The only way that they could have ended this movie would have been like, oh, I'm f- I'm glad I finally got my avengement. And then like, and then you hear, <laughs> you hear like really loud music. And then he He's looks like, yeah! at the camera and the camera like slams dudes into his eyeballs. <laughs> this is our second Fury reference. Oh no, the camera should have like slams zoom into his <laughs> And breaks his teeth. That's <laughs> yeah. golden. Well, uh, what does everyone think of Avengement, a movie that I thought was Revenger? No. <laughs> oh, 100 out of 10. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's very no, 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 no. Uh, I'm just being silly. Um, it, was, uh, it, was, it had its high points. I don't think it maybe necessarily deserves nominations or awards that <laughs> well, it, it got. Uh, yeah um but it was definitely fun it was i thought it was um different enough for a like stereotypical brawl movie mm-hmm. um it had a different approach it had uh they did a something with plot and character in a different fashion that your favorite um, made you in, yeah that made you enjoy it just a little bit more and uh, maybe get sucked into it yep. uh other films on the other hand it's just like uh another nicholas cage movie all right i guess i'll watch it on tnt um you know like one of those so uh i would say recommend just uh, it's a good time and uh, yeah his teeth are shiny those are cool <laughs> zero what do you think <laughs> uh, yeah i don't i don't know this uh i i think because i didn't like the 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 story and and the scott atkins character like it's kind of a tough sell for me like i don't know if i could recommend it on on that watch i, w- I was feeling a little um not frustrated i was just kind of wondering like all right well where is this going with what's happening and then once the plot does get rolling i started to think okay well i don't <laughs> like this person why am i why do i care about anything right. that's happening and it kind of sucks because i do like that last fight upon revisiting the fights there's a lot of impressive there's a lot of impressive stuff going on there and i i i feel like yeah it definitely deserved a nomination it's a nice long fight it's a nice uh complicated uh messy brawl <clears throat> but at that point i didn't like scott atkins so i didn't really want him to win i didn't care if he won so that's that's like a big issue for me when i watch movies right, like this right. 
so yeah, I I don't think I could recommend. Uh, I mean, if you're a Scott Atkins fan, sure, you know, watch it, uh, see it for yourself. I like his physical transformation. I like the way he looks, but I think I just I I couldn't get mm. into that character. So hmm. Uh, well, it's definitely obvious they're going for the more street fighting kind of style for this movie. So you have to you have to go into this movie with a different mindset, uh, especially if you're coming from a, from a more traditional martial arts movie background and you like you like those kind of things with a little bit more flashy kicks and stuff. But here again, I I mean, like if you're talking about street fighting, you have to I equate it to you know uh, organized chaos right and i've said that several times uh, you know it's supposed to look as chaotic as possible um but you know it, obviously there needs to be some sort of choreography that's why people love that move that fight scene from they live you know like it's it's kind of like organized chaos like there's not nothing flashy there it's just a bunch of two dudes just wailing out mm-hmm. i mean but those those there's clearly a lot of choreography that you know went on in that movie and same with this movie you know, like there's a lot to, that you could appreciate from the fight scenes in this, um, and it's it's definitely more choreography than that. Um, you know, it, it's still it's still not realistic in the sense that you know people are you know that you can tell that people are kind of reading other, each other's moves and they're they're reacting um, like what choreography actually is. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it's entertaining. It's it's got its its merits in in terms of the the fighting. I think watching those fight scenes on YouTube is more than enough. I don't recommend the movie. I actually uh, in my track record, I haven't enjoyed most of Jesse V Johnson's movies. <laughs> Uh, that's that's my personal take. Uh, I mean, I I actually I was the only one of us three who actually liked Triple Threat, uh, <laughs> but like <laughs> I didn't like Debt Collector. I didn't like this movie. Uh, I really didn't like Debt Collector. But com- so compared to that, this movie is actually you know one pay grade up. <laughs> uh, I maybe give this movie one watch um, just to get some context, maybe. But it's. I, I would it's not like a high recommend it's just you know like if you're bored to watch it uh, <laughs> uh i'm not really selling it uh, i'm saying that the the fight scenes are interesting because uh, it showcases that scott atkins has different range outside of his more uh flamboyant flash kicking flipping twisting stuff um and i mean the only real sell uh, for watching movie is seeing his acting chops which actually is a highlight for me because he actually shows how much range he, he does have. So yeah, that's 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 uh, Avengement, not nice. Revenger, the movie I thought we'd be watching and talking about. Or, <laughs> or Avengers. Nah, which one? The all all, all fifteen. Avengers, re, the Avengement Ooh. Ultron. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scott Atkins was in Doctor oh, Strange. He was. So there's your. There's your connection Man, there. He's in, he's in everything so far. He was in Danny the Dog, our last episode. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that, that is. That, that, that was his best performance so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Awesome. So maybe watch it. That's the uh, conclusion there. <laughs> maybe you watch it. Maybe you don't. Listen, he's like, I need a conclusive answer, guys. <laughs> <laughs>